Alhamdulillahi wahda salatu wassalamu ala man la nabiyya ba'da amma ba'd Fa'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim Fadhakir Fadhakir fi inna dhikratan fa'ul mu'minin sadakallahu al-azim Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barak wa alham ala abdika wa rasulak sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam taslima In a previous talk we read Mentioning the benefits of sending salawat or reciting blessings on Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tonight I want to talk about a particular way of dhikr and I wanted to explain that. So there is a way of dhikr that has been referred to in Persian and Urdu as bara tasbih. And bara means twelve. So Shaykh Kashif Ali Tanvir who wrote many, many works, one of his last works, not the very last one, but one of his last works was Qasdus Sabil. Qasd means to make a very firm resolve and intention. Sabil means the path. And so this was that book that Shaykh Kashif Ali Tanvir wrote for those who had made a firm intention to adopt the path of intensive self-rectification, islah, and tazkiyah, and purification of the heart through the tarbiyah, through the training and guidance of some shaykh. This was known as sabil. So for those who he felt had made a firm resolve, he writes many things in that book. But one of the things he writes in that book is about a very particular type of dhikr, which he calls the bara tasbih. And very interestingly, what he writes is that this is one of the most important reasons that he's writing this whole book is in order to explain this particular method of zikr. So I wanted to explain how Sheikh Ashraf Ali Tanvi and some of his khulafa and some mashayikh have explained and taught this method of zikr. So first the numbers. It's to say 200 times, to recite 200 times, La ilaha illallah. Then to recite 400 times, illallah. Then to recite 600 times, Allahu Allah. So when we say Ism Jalala, twice Allahu Allah. The first time we say Ism Jalala, there's a vowel at the end, Allahu and the second time we say Ism Jalal, there's a jazm, a stop, a glottal stop at the end, a pause. Allah. Allahu Allah. Saying it twice equals one of the 600 times. So 200 times La ilaha illallah. 400 times illallah. 600 times Allahu Allah. And then after that 100 times just Ism Azam, Ism Mufrad, Allah. Allah, Allah. And then after that, a person can sit and reflect silently on the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name coming from their heart. Alright. Now, this is a very interesting understanding of the kalima. So there's one use of the kalima in our deen which is critical and that is to enter Islam, to adopt iman, to profess and accept our iman. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. And normally when we say it like that, it's called the shahada. So we would use the verb Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wa ashadu anna Muhammadun Rasulullah. 
I bear witness that there is no God except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his prophet and messenger. But once we have said that to enter Iman, then as a form of dhikr, because Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself in an authentic hadith said that the best way to remember Allah ta'ala afdalu dhikri, the best form of dhikr is to say this sentence, La ilaha illallah. And based on other hadith, the Mashaikh said that what the Prophet meant was the best sentence to repeat, the best repetitive dhikr is La ilaha illallah. However, the very best type of speech a person can utter is if they recite Kalamullah, they do Talawat of Quran al Karim. Here. So, this is a method of dhikr that is established from hadith, this first sentence, La ilaha illallah. Now, Shaykh Ashraf Ali Tanvir Muntala was a person who actually had studied and kept the company with and practiced the dhikr of Chishti Mashaykh, Naqshbandi Mashaykh, Qadri Mashaykh, Surhawardi Mashaykh, yani in the form of Haji Imdadullah, Mahajra Makki Ramalatala. Shaykh Ashraf Ali Tanvir Muntala writes in this book, Kastu Sabil, that he feels that of all the different athkar that he knows of and that he has studied and that he has practiced, he thinks the absolute best of all of them is to recite the kalima La ilaha illallah in this particular manner and method. So the first 200 times it's the complete kalima La ilaha illallah. And many of our listeners would know this already that La ilaha is what is known as nafi, that we're negate. It's a the meaning is one of negation. And illallah is ithbat or of affirmation. So when you accept iman, you're negating that there's any other deity, God, any other ilah except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After accepting iman, what we're saying is not only did we negate that there's no God except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are saying there is no true beloved of ours, mahboob, no true being that we desire, marghub, nothing that we seek more, matloob, in the sense of real existence, nothing really exists independently, nothing has true wujud except for Allah subhanahu la mawjud illallah, what it means is that our wujud, our existence is contingent, is dependent on the will and wish and command of Allah subhanahu ta'ala, whereas Allah subhanahu ta'ala's own existence, he is al-hayyul qayyum, is not contingent, not dependent, he is necessarily, intrinsically, inherently, always existent, self-subsisting. So sometimes people recite it like that, la mawjud, la mashhud, but the reality is these are all just words, many, many words, trying to capture the overall feeling of negation. And the purpose in dhikr is to forget all ghairullah, to forget everything that is not Allah subhanahu ta'ala, forget everything that is other than Allah subhanahu ta'ala, forget all the masiwa, forget any and everything that is besides Allah subhanahu ta'ala. Now the reality, and you and I all experience this, and we know this very well, that in our mind and in our heart there are always a lot of thoughts, there's always a lot of feelings, there are always a lot of memories, there are always a lot of worries, concerns, plans, and there's a lot going on in our consciousness. There's a lot going on in our heart and mind. Now if you sit down and you want to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
When you're saying La ilaha, you're number one, first and foremost, negating that there is no ilah except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then you're writing on this La, so to speak, that if you, you can negate the largest thing, right? If, the, if now the Bilal, it's not possible, right? It's not even a possibility. But if there had been a God except for Allah Ta'ala, obviously that God would be the second greatest thing, if you will. So how can I explain this in English? If you're doing La Ilaha, if you're negating the concept of Godhood, that is the most intense concept, the most intense concept, the strongest concept, the deepest concept, the most profound concept is the concept of Godness, Godhood, Divinity, Uluhiyya of an Ilah. So when you're negating that, La Ilaha, so one of the benefits then that the Mashaikh were using of this sikr was the power of negation. So there's two meanings here. One is I'm negating there's no God except for Allah Ta'ala. I'm negating all attributes except that they belong to Allah Ta'ala. No, no being has perfection except for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. No being is my true beloved except for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. All of that. And then in addition, I'm, if you will, riding the wave of this la just to negate all the things that are going on inside of me other than the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, other than the awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, other than feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, other than thoughts for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'm riding the wave of this big nafi, this big negation of any other God concept and any other God level attributes for any being to do a, another type of negation, nafi, if you will, in the shadow of that, and that is the negation of me and myself and who I am and my personality. And so sometimes this was called in Persian nesti or called fanaiya, that you should extinguish yourself, exterminate yourself, annihilate yourself is the term that is more normally used in English. So this is what's going on in the la ilaha. Then when we recite the second part of this sentence, illallah, it's an affirmation. So it's like when you wipe the slate clean in your mind and your heart, if you shoved all other things out that are in your mind and heart, and alhamdulillah, because we're already people of Tawheed and Iman, alhamdulillah, inshallah, in our mind and heart there was no shirk, but we further emphasize that aqidah in the oneness and soul divinity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the heart is soft, supple ground to receive something. So that's the illallah. Then we affirm the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We affirm the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We affirm the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We affirm the mahbubiyyah, the mawjudiyyah, the mashhudiyyah, the matlubiyyah, the marghubiyyah, all of those things that we negated for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will now affirm all of those perfections and attributes for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is illallah. So we say this whole sentence, La ilaha, Illallah, 200 times. Okay, then the next thing, which is very interesting, that Sheikh Ashrafali then taught that a person should just say Illallah. So the question is why? Because the question, the, re the reason is, is you only need so much negation. So when you erased the slate, you wiped the slate clean, it's more important to fill it with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they said, now spend 400 times just feeling illallah, 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 illallah. And a person doesn't have to say this out loud, a person has to move their head. By the original concept of dharb, just meant to cast these, recite these words illallah, as if you're casting ism jalala into your heart, as if you're talking to your heart. 
Your mouth is the speaker and your own qalb, the heart of your ruh, your spiritual heart is the receiver. So, illallah, illallah, illallah. Then when a person has affirmed the existence of Allah Ta'ala, the love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, the oneness for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, their remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, their focus on Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala's name in their heart, now they're ready to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name. So the third step comes, Allahu Allah. The first time we say Ism Jalala Allah with the vowel Allahu, again we are casting it into our heart. And the second time we say it, Allah, it's that our heart is speaking it to Allah Ta'ala. <clears throat> so in Allahu Allah, the first recitation of Ism Jalala Allahu is our tongue casting into our heart. And the second one is our heart saying it and our tongue joins in. So Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah. Then when that is done, at the end, now we don't need to do this dharb anymore. We don't need to cast the name of Allah on our heart anymore. Because from negating everything other than Allah Ta'ala, affirming the existence, oneness, belovedness of Allah Ta'ala, casting Allah Ta'ala's name and then professing it from our heart, now we are ready to simply make zikr of His name, simply to profess and call His name from our heart, so the final stage is just Allah, Allah, Allah. And then after a hundred times of that, a person can just sit silently and continue to imagine for as long as they want that their heart is making zikr of Allah's name. Or they can reflect and ponder on some verses of Quran that talk about Allah subhanahu ta'ala's qurb, Allah ta'ala's ma'iyya. We may speak about that in a later talk, inshallah. And this is the method of zikr. Shaykh Mulana Kamra Zaman, he asked his own shaykh once, that because it's difficult for people to do this so many times, could we possibly make it half, nisf? And his shaykh gave him permission and said, this is a wonderful idea and tell people to start with half. So half would mean <coughs> 100 times la ilaha illallah, 200 times illallah, 300 times Allahu Allah, and then again 100 times Allah 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 ism so that's a total of 700 times. And a person can recite this in the morning, a person can recite in the evening, a person can recite it twice a day to complete the full. And as they get regular on it and they practice it more, they can try to recite the full amount every day. So inshallah ta'ala next time, uh, because it is actually now time for Maghrib Adhan in South Africa, who is the host of this program. So next time we will inshallah explain this zikr more and maybe spend even a few sessions trying to explain this zikr, its importance, its method, its understanding, its value, its effect and other things to do perhaps before and after it or throughout the day to maintain and increase its effect. May Allah Ta'ala give all of us the tawfiq, the success from his own infinite fazl, karam and generous grace to be a person who remembers him and remembers his name. Wa akhirat da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.